Hi, this is The Creative Muse, a podcast about finding your passion and making a career out of it. I'm Alex. I'm Cameron. This is episode three. Let's jam it. Jam it? We're jamming. Yeah, we're just going to roll with it. Fuck it, ship it. We made it to episode three. Episode three. Barely. If you heard episode one, that was a shambles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks to Cameron's bad recording. <laughs> My bad recording. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, why don't you tell the people why one and two sounded a little off, little, little off. off in places? Well, I've got a confession to make, applique fam. All right. By the way, you call it applique fam from now on. Just saying. Fam. I thought you said fan then, implying that we only have no, one no. listener. Well, probably it's Katie, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Katie, yeah. thank you for listening. <laughs> If you want to just comment saying Our only listener. That, that you're listening, that's fantastic. Great. I'm glad. Great. Cool. I'm, I'm glad. No, my- yeah, last time we recorded, Cameron's mic, because we've got, we're recording with lav mics right now, and obviously you clip that lav mic onto your t shirt or onto your item of clothing. I didn't have a clip. Cameron did have a clip, so I had to make do amend. And because I'm quite a slow thinker, I was like, right, sellotape. That'll do it. I'll use sellotape. And those of you who know sound know that sellotape is a horrible, crinkly material that doesn't stick well to it things. It sounds like you were rustling crisp all the way through the yeah, podcast. It sounds like the crisp packet is right next to the whole thing at all points. And but yeah. But I mean, it's a learning experience filming it's, a podcast, yeah. and I felt like we learned a lot about sellotape and what not to use sound. Yes. The sellotapes make. Yes, so we, did. we did. I'm just glad that I didn't have to edit the podcast and listen to it over and over again. I was so depressed. I was like, oh gosh, I have failed the applique team and family of one. Katie, yes. thanks again. <laughs> but despite this, uh, we still put them out because there was some good content in there and we really wanted to get this podcast rolling. And I think unless you're an audiophile, it wasn't actually that bad if you listened to it. But I am, so it was, it was horrible for me. But we're on episode three now, and hopefully all the audio recording sounds great, um, and we can proceed with this regularly scheduled program. Of course we can. Let's jump in straight to it, because we're linking to the sound quality, because Cameron's saying even though the quality wasn't that bad, we still decided to jump in anyway, still decided to upload it, despite the fact of what happened. Mm-hmm. So that goes with our excuse the, the tone, but what is our mantra? The um, hashtag fuck it, ship it. Fuck it, ship it. Really sorry about the language though. If you're, if you're very... Yeah, I think yeah. for the rest of the podcast, we'll probably just say like... Duck it, ship it. Done not perfect. Finish not perfect. Yeah, finish not perfect. Okay, we'll be kind to you. Finish not yeah, perfect. Yeah, we'll say finish not perfect for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, but I don't... Well, fine. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, just you know, just for the kids who are listening. For the kids. They swear more than me anyways. Yeah, I know, but we want their parents to recommend this podcast and teachers to want to hey, recommend they, they it. They listen to and T-Pain and uh, Kanye West in the background, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, they're probably going to go to that gig. Um, but um, yeah, you're right, though. Let's do it. Come on. Yeah, do it for the kids. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's probably going to be... Uh, that is going to be our topic of the day. Uh, and we'll get into that shortly. But before that, what? <laughs> how's your week been? My week. Ooh. What's what's happened since we last checked in? That's interesting to report on. Uh, there was an earthquake this week in, oh, in Swansea. Shit, it totally if you, was. If you missed that, there was yeah, an earthquake. Yeah. Um, there was, it was weird because ha- it literally got split half half. Half the people in Swansea were like. Oh my gosh, earthquake. Did you feel it? Did you feel it? The room shook. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And then the other half were like, what? 
What happened? I was part of the other half. I had no yes, idea. I was, I was actually in town. I was outside at the time and we didn't feel a thing. We come back and we just saw BBC News flash briefing or whatever. Yes. It's just like... There's now been posters on Facebook and things um, done by the Swansea Council saying, um, I survived the uh, yeah. uh, earthquake, Swansea earthquake, earthquake 2018. And I was like, really? Really? And then there's other memes of a chair falling over yeah. saying Swansea earthquake 2018. And it's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, so we, we've had an earthquake happen. Uh, the sun came out this the week. The sun came out in Swansea? What? Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. actually sun. This is amazing. Welcome to the Applique Weather and National Channel. Disasters Report. Do you want to know what's happening this week in weather terms? Please only in, in. Only in Swansea. <laughs> That's not useful for anybody outside the town. Yeah. I'm well, probably it's out of date. <laughs> I'm probably out of date by the time this launches. So this is probably, if you're listening seven years from now, we're sorry. Well, it's, the earthquake happened last. Last week. Well, last week, 2018. And this podcast is going out next week. Next week. Or like on Monday. On Monday. So it's like two weeks out of date, almost. Two weeks, unless you listen to it years uh, years in the future. So it was a while ago. Um, but nothing else. It was pretty much the earthquake. And I've been uh, been doing some uni projects, I guess. What kind of projects have you been working on? Oh, but I don't like to talk about my projects, Cameron, because it's just like, oh, let's just leave it. What, what, have, you, what have you learnt today? This week, what this have you learned since we last recorded? Oh, that's a good question. I like mm. that. What have you learned? What elements, nuances have I picked up? Um, I would say never a lost cause is my is my uh, phrase of the week. Yeah. So that's a I've, I've done this in two ways. One in terms of people, people are never a lost cause. So always for me, I think you should always believe that, that somebody can change or there's something good. Uh, something good can happen with a person and in terms of the per- uh, personal so for you it's um, let's say productivity productivity in a, in a day if you start the day or if you've gone through the day from morning till like five o'clock or something nothing much has happened you've still got a couple more hours in the evening to make what well, to pretty much switch that over but if you're thinking at five o'clock that oh it's a bad day I'll just go to sleep or I'll just um, switch off now let's just try again tomorrow it doesn't really yeah you haven't really taken every single opportunity but if you thinking if you're thinking thinking to yourself okay this day isn't complete yet I've still got some time this is not a lost cause yet I can still turn this around then you've got all the chance in the world all the you know all the motivation in the world to you know have another slice of it have another go so never a lost cause because it's from a projects that I've been working on um, people that I've been speaking to yeah I was about to ask where have you been applying it this week people I've been speaking to um yeah, it's really cool, really, really cool. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to do that more often, actually, more often, because I'm always giving up. Not like literally giving up, but I'm always like uh, easy to put something down. Yeah, or, yeah. Or easy to say to somebody, oh, yeah, you, you can. Uh, you, I don't. Yeah, not, never a lost cause. I'll leave it there. I'll leave. Yeah, it. yeah. Never it's like, oh, cause. it's the evening. It's time to start winding down. Yeah. But actually, it's like, oh, actually, what what could I get done like quickly before bed mm. or something like that? Yeah. I think that's especially important on days where maybe you've had like a lot of interruptions throughout the day and you haven't actually accomplished anything. Yeah. And it's quite easy, yeah, like you're saying, at the end of the day, maybe to just go like, oh, well, today's a write-off, mm. when actually you could go home and just like, you know, put your PJs on, but go to bed, but take your laptop with you and just get that final bit of like, right, I'm going to just write like maybe 100 words of something or... But also people... Um 
in your past life, I'll say, in your past years, if you've been like a party animal or something, or if you've always been seen as someone who just was very lazy, just as an example, um, you've you've still got all the chance and all the opportunity, all, all the... Oh, on like a macro scale as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. not like just day got, to day. But... Yeah, you, you, can, you can change that around completely. Mm-hmm. Even though people are like, oh yeah, he's never going to amount to anything because he's always doing this. Yeah. So they've already forgotten about you. I they've s- already kind of judged you in a way. But you're, you need to be kind of thinking to yourself, I'm, I'm, not, a lost, I'm not a lost cause. Yeah. This is an end for me. I can change this. And time is a very long, big scale. Yeah, so someone on... Very big scale. So somebody may be speaking from the other side of, like, I finished my bachelor's degree yeah um i I saw a lot of people in third year really knuckle down mm-hmm. and really turn away like maybe like maybe like they that. did like first and second year and they joked yeah. around a lot um but then like when they got to third year then it was like yeah like you can like really turn things around and get that like really high grade at the end of it because it's never too late to actually put the work in what about you? What have you been doing, Cameron? What have you been doing? Oh, I've had what a, have you learned? What's happened? Give us yeah, a I've had a very now. interesting week because I started planning um, the next project for my PhD. So I suppose those of you who have listened to episode one know um, I'm currently finishing up my PhD in human-computer interaction. Uh, and I've so far been working on digital art applications. Uh, and in my new project now, I'm going to start working directly with digital artists. Right. Uh, and this week, I've had the opportunity to actually chat to some and do some proper user research um, with people that use Photoshop on the regular. So that's been really fun, gathering some good user data, user information, and it's going to start informing the next prototype I build. So yeah. very good fun. It's going to be things, bro. Absolutely yeah, yeah. Tings. Love me some UX. What? UX. What do you say? Loving me some UX. Yeah, love me some UX. Love me some UX. Yeah. That's an amazingly massive grammatical error. There'll be so much highlighted red, the computer <laughs> just probably blow up. Like, what is this? Yeah, I put it on all my papers oh, that I write. Oh, question. Um, this is probably delayed. I don't, I don't know if I should be even saying this, but have you seen Black Panther yet? It's, a, it's like, kind of like an open question to... Whoever's listening right now. Oh yeah, Hopefully we both, we both got say, to see yes, it. Yes, yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. We both got to see Black yeah, Panther yeah, this yeah, week, yeah, yeah. It was and crazy. we we loved it. Absolutely crazy. One thing I did learn that if you're going to be king, you have to earn your earn your throne, mm. earn your kind of respect, earn everything. Nothing is just like given in life. Good lessons at all. It's just really cool. It's a tangential to finish not perfect, but when you watch a film, do you watch it just for the picture? Do you watch it to get a lesson? Do you do when you leave a film? Do you leave with anything? Or do you just go home and go carry on with your life? I mean, it depends how good the film is, right? Right, okay. Yeah. Do you actively look for something? or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I like all of it. I look for um, the story. I look mm-hmm. for cool effects, cool uh, cinematography. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I think it, and also like the tone, right? So when I go into a Marvel film, I'm looking to be like kind of wowed or like even like a Star Wars film. It's like, oh, I want, like, a cool story, like, cool effects. Whereas maybe if I'm going in for, like, I don't know, a Tarantino film, mm. there's a different expectation there, isn't it? You're, like, I suppose Tarantino is its own genre in yeah, a way. Yeah, like, mental. Yeah, yeah. Or, it's like, if you're going in for, like, a Pixar film, like, you're expecting to go on, like, a heartwarming story and... Yeah, Pixar. Yeah. Pixar rule. Uh, I think it's always a case of um, when, when someone's watching a film, 
Um, if you're going to watch a film with somebody, you, it's always going to be two people watching two different films. That's why I think. Mm. So, because if I was to go watch a film with Cameron, I 100% know I'll be, I'll be looking for the more, not inspirational, uh, kind of inspirational, motivational, or, you know, life lesson that I can extract from it. And then uh, touch on camera angles and all that stuff, the technical aspects of the film. Mm. And then thirdly, I'll be watching the film, if you know what I mean. So yeah. th- that's literally the order. So um, the life lessons, uh, technical, and then the film. I think when I was watching Black Panther, the story and character development was definitely the primary thing I got drawn into, specifically in Black Panther. I think there was some good character development with the protagonist and the antagonist. And all the supporting characters for that matter as well. The female leads. Mm. My sister's Mm. out there doing awesome. Very good, very good. Yeah. So powerful. But we're not going to say too much because it's still quite fresh. Yeah, we yeah. Want to, we were not going to talk any spoilers. We'll just say... It's just a powerful film. Yeah, I'm, powerful film. Powerful film. Good effects, good actors. Good. Really worthwhile. Yeah. And speaking of films, um, I'm just, just going to keep on relaying here. Ain't nobody going to stop me. No way. Look at that. That's also a grammatical area. Area? Error? What are these words I speak? <laughs> what are these words? Adlib. I like adlib in films. Um, and that's, uh, I don't know, I was gonna say, I was gonna link the films with the whole finish not perfect because, like, you like Thor Ragnarok. And yes. you said that's quite a heavy adlib film. I would say, as Just much like, as I love Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok still might be my favorite yeah. Marvel film. Because of the comedy, yeah, the the interaction between the characters. I feel there's such a natural like dialogue Everything and like so much fun completely. between the characters, like yeah. so like unscripted, and you felt like you were having a laugh, like you were on this adventure with the characters, and you yeah. were almost like having a laugh with them. It's really really good. That, that's why I, I just get a lot from those people. Well, those actors that can turn sometimes a problematic situation. Uh, or if they if they drop their axe or something, they still stay in role as a warrior. Mm. Or if they trip up, they still stay in role as whatever character they're playing. And then sometimes it feeds into the main motion picture and it looks awesome and it doesn't look any different to a scripted event. In fact, yeah. like you said, it looks better. And it's really good if one of those finish not perfect or, you know, uh, just go with the flow, ride the wave, all that kind of things. Yeah. I just think it's we, important. We were shooting some video this week yeah. Um, yeah. and we found it hard to kind of stay to some like points that we'd sort of premeditated. But when we start like riffing, like what we do on the podcast, yeah. we found Changes. it a lot easier to record <laughs> from just scripts. like going for it. I yeah. scripts. I just can't read from, well, I can't read from scripts they're okay even if it's points I find those difficult if I have to cover certain points I'm just like oh, how am I going to interweave this yeah. but um, I just I think I find it a lot easier to just go spontaneous but that's not the same with all people though. are you better spontaneous or are you better scripted I think I'm definitely better spontaneous really why is that um, well okay so I depend I suppose it depends how scripted you are but if it's a script script that I have to read, I can't, I can't read out loud. Mm-hmm. I find that very difficult. I always have since school. Um, like if I was like, I was always the kid that was like burying my head whenever the, when you could tell the English teacher was saying like, right, Timmy, you read that section. Johnny, you read that section. Susie, you read that section. And then when it was going to come to Cameron, I was like, no. Because like, it sounded like I was like going to burst into tears when I was reading. Right. Not like, not because I was upset. It's just, I can't like read like out loud or like what I would do as like a little tactic in school was I'd actually be reading ahead. And if I knew they were going around the room uh, line by line, I'd be like, I'd actually be practicing my section. Like, So you're saying, spontaneous is your thing spontaneous yes 100%. so like 
reading that script, um, having a few bullet points can sometimes help, mm-hmm. but mainly that's just to make sure I'm delivering everything. Yeah. But I try not to look at it. I would actually okay. prefer to ad lib. I, I like practice, right? But I like to practice. I hate practice. So I, what I'll do I is I will practice, practice ad lib. Right. So I just know like timing yeah but yeah. i don't i don't practice as in like right next time i do this it's going to be exactly the same yeah it never will be yeah 100 percent. well I, I always find i i um rack up or speak out those as they say zingers those really good one-liners or really good um explanational uh, ex- uh, explanatory uh, things when it's just complete ad lib or on the cuff but sometimes i practice it and say really good explanation mm. try to remember it then when it comes to the time i'm like ah what did i say what did yeah. i say i try to think of it word for word as i remembered it and then you start to stutter and like mm. broken record bro you sound like a broken record bro and then it just so that's where i found recently with talking on camera a lot more with instagram stories i've been trying to pump out a lot of is the retakes yes and i kind of quite like the retakes because normally whenever i've done like speaking it's been too like in a lecture so whether it's been uni work or recently i've started sort of helping out with like lecturing students and it's like one take go if you say something dumb that's just it like you just hope that your point is got across whereas when i'm doing the instagram stories i can always kind of replay and check and i'll do like a couple of takes and i think it's good because i tend to just do it different every time maybe sometimes it's like oh i said everything right there but i need to bring more energy to it or maybe the camera angle needs to be a bit more clear i think like do Doing like retakes in that sense is actually a good way of developing how you talk, but not sacrificing the ad lib. Yeah, but then the the whole that's when the finish not perfect mantra, or we'll say, re-enters because essentially, if it's if you do it in the context of Instagram stories, it's just just put one out, mm. just put one out, and then because it's only like Cameron says, it's only going to be there for twenty four hours anyways. Because that's one way I start to become more confident with using stories because I know it's there for a limited time. Yes. Um, and I've always wanted to get into vlogging and it's still something I'm going to try and get into. But at the moment, I'm loving Instagram stories because I feel like I'm getting that vlogging experience, mm. but it's not taxing and it's not like putting it up on YouTube and like permanently there. It's mm. like, right, it's there for 24 hours. It's a good little tidbit. I didn't have to film my whole day, yeah. which I'm probably like, I'm daunted by filming my home day at this yeah, point yeah. whereas like doing a bit here for Instagram stories is like a good way to learn that would be actually kind of cool if you if you did yeah. want to start doing a vlog it, w- it would be worth trying well it would be worth starting on Instagram stories because again of their time scale on there yeah. and you can go all the way in because the phone fits in your pocket chances are you've got a Samsung or an Apple or a Huawei Huawei phone so the mm-hmm. cameras on there are ridiculous or Pixel, Google Pixel all sorts yeah. yeah so the cameras on a lot of smartphones are ridiculous probably and even better if you, than DSLRs in some cases and even if your camera isn't that great it's only Instagram right it's only Instagram so yeah. there for a limited time quality is still good Timing it uh, helps you practice be more concise with your point. Anyways, thirteen seconds is, a, is mm-hmm. the length of the stories, and people tune in. And if they don't want to see it, they tune out. So it's there if you need it. There if you're not. Yeah, I think having that attitude of just putting them out there because it doesn't matter has like really helped me practice talking on camera, yeah. putting out more content, showing what I'm doing more. Yeah. Because I'm not daunted by filming a whole vlog and making it like really super polished. I'm yeah. just like boom, put it out there. Boom, put it, it out there. Even, uh, back in uh, primary school, when remember what's it called? Talent shows. Talent shows or show and tell, similar kind of thing, right? Um, because I used to play the piano 
piano when I was younger or just playing piano in front of, in front of people in general. I would be playing my piece at the front or yeah, centre stage or some somewhere like that in front of people. And then I'll, I'd think in my, in my head that I'm making every single mistake in the world, I feel really bad. I'll keep on continuous because, you know, finish not perfect and that. I'll keep on continuing playing and then I'll leave, everybody claps at the end. I'll speak to some people or they'll speak to me saying, oh, it was really good. Like, it was absolutely amazing. I'm like, really? I thought I made so many mistakes mm-hmm. because my mind, my ears are hearing two different things. Maybe the mistakes that you think you're making aren't quite the same things that other people are hearing or seeing it's that confidence ba- uh, factor barrier oh definitely definitely you're so, your own worst critic yeah yeah in a lot of senses super super so yeah the confidence yeah. of stories and if you're using other apps like musically or facebook um live uh, facebook like you know facebook story version mm-hmm. um those are all really oh yeah cool snapchat ways. as well snapchat. yeah yeah, oh, yeah snapchat. so when it, when it, yeah what you know the versions on the other platforms as well. Whenever a video is only going to be up there for 24 hours, that's like, that's time to experiment. (laughs) And especially if you're just starting out, like how we are with our Instagram, I've felt like no pressure because all the views we get are kind of like the people we know anyway. So they're going to give you some good feedback and you just just don't get daunted by loads of people are going to watch it. Mm. Assume that not many people are going to be watching it. That's what what Cameron says. He says it's probably going to be like three or four. And if it is any more than that, then you've you've hit a jackpot yeah and i guess more people are more interested than you think and if you're super scared of or not scared but kind of not confident enough to talk on camera yet um just take some pictures of what you're doing and add some text yeah yeah because i was speaking to a guy at uni last week or the week before um about because he said he wants to start posting on instagram but he doesn't know what to post or he doesn't think the quality of the picture is fine so i was saying that you just just use stories as your as your uh, feed and um, because people like to see what other people are up to just mm. generally because we're all very curious people where he lives his road has got lots of views along along it so I said just document those views those awesome views even though a sunset happens every day it still amazes everybody same kind of thing if there's a sunset near you or if you've got like a nice view of the sunset even that once a day yeah <laughs> or, some, or once a week I, or something actually I'm going to riff off that a bit and actually say but that's actually really good content because yeah, you think yeah. of like radio shows which are very popular on yeah. TV shows they very regularly have the same content they every do. day or recurring characters recurring themes maybe it's like a call in mm. like on a radio show that happens every day but what changes is the person calling in yeah. um, a sunset changes every day but it's the same character so if you think yeah, of yeah. these in terms of your stories mm. if you think of them as serial content like TV shows and radio shows the fact that you're posting the same thing yeah. actually isn't bad because that's people like familiarity and like regularity um, if you're like every Wednesday morning is your time to go and play in the like um, play with the CNC machine to yeah. build your project every Wednesday morning you get access to that Having the CNC machine as a, like almost like a recurring character in your story is 100%. very interesting. And I'm gonna keep on the whole finish not perfect vibe with a lot with a couple of other areas. What would it be like in in terms of photography, for example? What what would that mm. echo like? I think yeah, the finish not perfect for photography for me would mean don't spend too long in Lightroom. <laughs> because sometimes you can you can certainly overprocess photos. True. And it's also um, if something looks good coming out of your camera, I think those are like the worst for me for overprocessing because yeah. I feel like oh this is a good shot. I need to get every 
I need to get the best out of this shot. Yeah. Um, but at some point, you have to say stop. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop and, and roll with it. Roll with it. Yeah. Um, because it's okay. If that's in, in terms of the photography side, maybe in terms of sketching or model making. Oh yeah, sketching or model making in the in the earlier process. And you definitely want to be um, echoing. Although it's not perfect, I'm going to go with it anyways. Because you want to get the ideas out as quickly as possible. It's not perfect. You not you don't need to be um, getting every single measurement tight. You don't need to be getting every single stroke tight. It's more a case of getting your ideas down and just making sure you understand it, mater- uh, materialize it, and flesh it out a little bit. So um, it's just getting it's just yeah. churning through it, not being very delicate. Mm. So if the more delicate you are, the less, I think, in my opinion, the less progress you would make. Mm-hmm. Let's do one more. Um, I think writing is another good one because writing. I think at, at every every point, everybody's got to write something. Right. Everyone's got to write write up a project, write a proposal, write this, write that, write a business plan. If you're you know looking to become an entrepreneur, um, yeah. show it to people early and and just understand that it's a draft. Because yes, yes. otherwise, if you're the only person that reads it, not only is that not good for grammar and spelling, yes, um, but it, you know you're going to get so much feedback. Like are you writing a CV at the moment, show it to somebody that's maybe like try and find somebody that's employed someone before. Maybe it's not like employing in your industry, but find somebody, maybe an uncle that is a manager somewhere, or like maybe show it to somebody who owns a business and say, oh, would you would you hire this person? Um, or if you don't know anybody that high, just someone that's really good at English. Or yeah, really good at English. Or yeah, because they're they're quite useful. But carry on. Um, if you're in a school environment, show it to a teacher or a lecturer. Um, mm-hmm. They could probably help too because they've clearly got a job. Um, they've written a CV before. <laughs> You've got a job? Can you check this, please? <laughs> oh, why? Sure, that's fine. Totally. Give it over here. I'm not American. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, writing um, is one of those ones that certainly benefits from. But that doesn't Showing mean it to the, others. the finish not perfect means everything should be crap. Because <laughs> as the as the camera was saying with the writing, doing asking for collaboration, like collaborating with other people or asking for feedback from other people makes it work even better than it yeah. could have been before. Yeah, yeah. So um, it just means that you don't want to be painstakingly trying to get every single dot in line to, cool. to be there. Another element to the um, finish not perfect, I think, is time boxing. I think we touched on this in the last podcast about blocking off time. Blocking off time also helps you from not spending too long on something. So if you block off, I've got 10 minutes to write this Instagram post, mm. then it stops you from faffing around thinking, oh, have I got all the right hashtags? Yeah. Like, because you've just got to go for it. Cut it yeah, off. yeah, Let's yeah. Go. Move on, move on, move okay. on. Yeah. I think that's on that front. No, I think, yeah, just get it out there. Or it, we'll, say, we'll say it one more time. Fine then, if I have to, Cameron, I'm just joking. What, finish not perfect? No, fuck what? it, ship it. Oh, fuck it, ship it. Yeah. <laughs> so if, I will ask a question to you. Yeah, you, the one listening. Nah, I'm not going to be that cringe, I'm just joking. I'll, I will ask a question. Are there any um, stages that you feel that you're a bit too uh, delicate with, that you're always holding on too tight, double checking, and... Is there a way that you could say to yourself, all right, it's it's not perfect, but I'm going to roll with it anyways. Finish better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, ship it. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. What kind of things are those? Let us know. Yeah, do share. Do share and see and let us know how this helped you. Where can they share? Where can, what, what can they do? Where can we? Well, you can reach us on Instagram. 
at applique.co. If you want to know the reason why it's .co, see episode one. And then everywhere else? At applique. You know what I'm saying? Really simple. What if they wanted to be old-fashioned and send us a letter? Send us a letter. Then you can email us at contact.applique.co.uk. Then we'll read it and we'll be like, hey, yo, and we'll even reply as well. We'll even reply. Now, that's a five-star service for you. I'm just joking. We will reply anyways. We will reply. Because super intrigued to know what what you guys are doing, how we can help with your development and help you move forward more efficiently, help you create, share, and do. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Peace out. I've been Cameron. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand how you can't remember your own tag. Because I just say things, right? And I don't remember. Yeah.